This is the Terrible Sucking People Podcast. train wreck it is it will be a wreck of some type for sure we only have to do one thing that's it barely yeah. even have to do that yeah um i'll probably stick around mm-hmm. to like no, i told you that we got um northwest arkansas roller derby oh girls yeah. sling drinks i don't know if they're sling drinks just or just hang out sell raffle tickets cool hopefully they come on their skates that'd be awesome yeah i don't know why they wouldn't i don't know why they wouldn't either Sounds like fun. Anyway, we're talking about the May 19th event, May which 19th event, when indeed. this comes out, it will be that Saturday. That Saturday. That'll be, it'll be a lot of fun, I think. I'm oh, excited. I'm hoping so. I hope we get a good turnout, mm-hmm. raise some money, um, instead of just wasting everybody's time. Yeah. We're good at that. <laughs> Stick to what you know, right? right. <coughs> I gotta make a raffle. <coughs> yeah, I was gonna go out today and get, um, put up some posters and... Uh, try to get some more donations. And, How's that looking? Pretty slim. Uh, I'm still in my sweatpants. That's fair. <laughs> I meant the donations, not your efforts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there's some good. Um, there's some good donations we've already got. A couple hotel rooms. Um, oh. I think uh, there's a salon in Fayetteville that's already like donated. Oh, that's something, cool. Something something. Um, I think I'm going to hit up the breweries around here because they're they're all buddies with each other. And if I could get a T-shirt from this place and a pint glass from this place, oh, yeah, man. I think that'd be a cool that would be neat, cool package. I think we have to call it a ra- not a raffle. It's, no. Yeah, it's not a raffle because that implies gambling. Yeah, um, silent auction is that how it was? Was it a drawing? Okay. A drawing. Okay, sure. I think that's what it was. A drawing. Drawing items. So I think we're just going to make um, packages, pretty much. Get all the donations we can. See what's best. Fits together. Cool. Oh, um, got a donation for a online personal trainer. A what? Online personal trainer. <laughs> we'll Skype you. Okay. Call you a piece of shit. Right? They watch the workout. They're like, 10 more seconds. <laughs> to right. Finish strong. Finish strong. <laughs> like, I can That's t- weak form. Fix that shit. <laughs> How do you get into that business? Mm. I don't know. I'm looking into it. I'm drinking coffee today. Oh, I need to make it. Make me look, look like a lush. I know. I kind of had a night last night, so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see where this yeah. day off came from. I mean, it's two o'clock and I'm still drinking coffee. So. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Trying to adjust to normal life. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. It's no fun. Um, I got allergies going on too, so. Well, spring is fucking sprung, man. Oh, God. I never had allergies in in Chicago, but there's no fucking, fucking trees, trees yeah, right? And buildings don't pollinate. Uh, anyway, bad. So, what'd you do over the weekend, Josh? Over the weekend, uh, well, all of last week, I was at Atomic Falls. What is Atomic Falls? Atomic Falls is a post-apocalyptic immersive camping event, mm. which doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you say it like that. But effectively, there are. Oh, I think we had. The fuck is that? HVAC? Yeah. Yeah, it probably won't show up. No, it'll... I'm sure we can edit that out. It never does. But basically, it's 160 people who all come together in the middle of nowhere to create a town and do their best effort to make it wholly immersive. And it's it's like a circus that everybody's part of. And God, I've I never that. had more fun. Dude, it was incredible. I love that. I've never partied harder in my entire fucking life. Really? Ooh, I think I got 12 hours of sleep over a 60-hour period. 672. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 I'm sorry. Five over the course of five over the course of six days, I think I slept about twelve hours. That's awful. Oh man, it caught up with me Saturday. Saturday, yeah. <laughs> Saturday so, was rough. So what do you what, what do you do at these at this event? There's a whole slew of things. So there are different um, 
first off, there's the, the, the town area, which we call downtown, which this was held at a D-Day Adventure Park, and they have uh, a recreation of a lot of the towns that were involved in Normandy. And I can't remember the exact name of the town, but there was a church and some storefronts that were very key, and they have basically concrete and uh, this, cra- this fucking crazy spray foam, sprayed foam, like do- like de- like dock foam, like the shit mm-hmm. that keeps docks afloat. They uh-huh. built structures out of it, and they've sprayed it to harden it with concrete. So some of it is concrete blocks stacked on each other. Some of it is motherfucking foam. And oh. you can't tell just by looking at it what is what. Anyway, so we set up a town there, and uh, throughout the course of the day, I mean, there's all, there's all kinds of shit. I mean, there were bounties, so you could you could be a bounty hunter. Uh, there were assassination contracts. Um, I ran a casino nightly that opened up. There was a spa apocalypse that did hair. Each one of the themes. Spa apocalypse. Spa apocalypse. Oh, that's I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you mostly drank or you competed in a number of things. There was a main stage and we had fucking talent show, drag show, uh, build off, um, open mics, a dating game. I mean, every and every single thing was created by someone that came there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so all of it was I mean, there's no sponsorship, there's no monetization of anything. Um so it's all just a thriving symbiotic community. I did see some pictures and it looked like maybe one of the um stylists did a haircut for some maple syrup. Oh yeah, she did. So yeah. that's that's uh that's um snowback and if you're Canadian, I'm sorry for using that slang. Uh apparently that's a racist term. That's oh. his name. So everybody in the wasteland for the most part has wasteland names. Okay. Um so explain t- wasteland, because I don't know if we're uh okay, so that's true. So wasteland is sort of the if a lot of people are more familiar with the burner lifestyle, like uh, Burning Man. Okay. Uh, so the ten principles that follow that. Wasteland, as I understand it, and I'll probably get fucking hung out for this, is sort of an offshoot of that. But basically, it's if recycling or a sport is the best way I've ever heard it described. So everything you've ever seen in like Mad Max or Fallout, that sort of post-societal collapse lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that's what Wasteland is. So we go to places with no running water, no electricity, no form of communication. And you basically just live primitively as if everything has collapsed. Um, I love that idea. Yeah. The big event is Wasteland Weekend, and it's actually in the Mojave. So we weren't as hardcore as that because we actually had on-site. I mean, they were ice- like there were actually showers you could go to, sure. But they're not. Let me be very clear. They're not fun. Yeah. Ice cold, complete sulfur, sprays like a fire hydrant. Mm. No good. Not good. <laughs> not good. But yeah. So and lots of wasteland shenanigan games. So. Um, you said you ran a casino. Yeah, I ran a casino. How was that? Uh, it was a ton of fun. So the only currency is bottle caps across all of the wasteland. Most of the currency is bottle caps or barter. So you don't buy anything for money. Old world money doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Um, bottle caps do bottle caps are king uh, custom caps so a lot of people have their own bottle cap because um, you can make them there's a place called cap mark that you can have in, literally anything you want printed um, pornography is a very popular cap category sure some people made their own there was some floating around there were these plastic uh, Roman coins and on the back they had cut out uh, pornography and decoupage it on so like I have probably 50 coins because I was given five to one for porn caps mm-hmm. at the casino because you have to have caps to gamble. It's like house caps. Yeah. Just like chips at a casino and then you use them for prizes, my prize wall. Right. Because the other way to get caps too is to barter me something. So what do you have? Oh, I've got a bracer or a gauntlet or this fucking cool gun or just this old bottle of booze and I'll go, okay, that's worth 20 caps and then I take it from you and I put it on the wall for 40 caps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pawn shop but I got robbed um, which I didn't realize was even an option because this is my first event and it's just outlaw land. So, I mean, everything is for the most part consent. So no one ever got hurt or anything. But sure. Yeah. I got smashed and grabbed the first time. The second time the rust riders hit me and they have this cool chant they do, which I'd never heard. So it's like eight o'clock at night. It's pitch black. I've got these very low powered lanterns that are powering all of it. And I just hear this. What do we do? What do we live for? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then like five motherfuckers blitz my tent, kicking over tables and grabbing caps. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this is incredible. And then later snowback, uh, the Canadian auto fucking robbed me. He came back. He played, he, uh, he traded me a bunch of, uh, Canadian goods mm. that he brought down that they don't sell here. Actual smarties, which are not the disgusting chalk things. Oh, okay. They're basically giant M&Ms, uh, coffee crisps, which Nestle makes and are fucking ridiculous. Uh, cheesies, which are like super Cheetos, Uh Uh, some beaver buzz, Saskatoon berry energy drink, which is apparently like three times stronger than anything you can get in the States. Okay. It made me shake so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and a whole slew of, and it was just like a a mountain of it. So I just gave him a bunch of camps. He played blackjack like six hands at a time by himself. And then he got up to go somewhere. He's like, I gotta go piss. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I come back and I just hear like, and suddenly there's like six dudes, uh, he was like, give me all your caps. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and so it turned into this thing of like, where'd the caps go? So we started a raiding party and went and fucking started walking around caps. And it turned out like to a double, triple crop. There's so many plots within plots for these goofy yeah. fucking caps, dude. And it was a whole weekend of it. People just playing these crazy games. Like 
we're going to rob a casino again, like heist this and we're going to hit knock this over. And it was the most fun I've ever had. That's so bad. The most fun I've ever had. Everybody's cool as fuck. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And everybody's committed to making that happen. And everybody loves being there. So it's just like, everybody's happy. There's a bar chug and slug comes. Uh, they set up a bar. Um, I don't think there was anybody slinging food, but each of the camps, they're theme camps. So there's rust riders, copperhead caravan, Scully's, 149th Warwolves, Canadian Invasion, and if I'm leaving anybody out, I apologize. But each one of those camps had events too, mm-hmm. and you could even collect on some of their bounties and some of their challenges. So if you if you had a bounty out for you, you knew wholly about it, and you got to set what the terms were. Like, uh, you know, you either have to bring, you have to come to my camp and take a shot of this disgusting ham jizz is a thing that floats around ham the jizz. wasteland. And it's the runoff of rum ham that he, okay. uh, that claptrap then filters and people take shots of. He calls it ham jizz. Ham jizz. Uh, I never tried it because I don't <laughs> eat meat, but I hear it's quite disgusting. Sounds like it. Uh, you get bounded, get catch. Just a fucking raucous good time. Like, yeah. And there was sounds a car, like there it. was a car smash. So on Saturday, yeah. fuck that yeah. was that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Beating a car to death, like eighty people just smashing a car into tiny pieces. I like that. Very cathartic. I like the sound of that. I'm telling you, it's the best time you'll ever have. Mm. But coming back to the real world, fucking yeah. sucks. Really? People, I heard people talk about decomp, and I was like, what is this decomp? And they're like, that's like a mini vacation from your vacation. And I was like, that sounds silly and needless. And then the moment I rolled back into Jane, Missouri, I was like, mm. normal people paying money for stuff. Everybody's stressed about stupid shit. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go back to work. Right. Normal uh. work, and everything's fucking stupid. It's like summer camp. It's like when you leave summer camp, man, that's that feeling of sadness. I never got to go to summer camp. And then I can't explain. It's like breaking up with 160 people at the same time. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't the best. No, that's no good. I'm Brian. I'm Josh. Terrible fucking people podcast. We're back. Um, I don't know if you're still interested in doing that podcast, but um, I think we said after May 19th we were going to change. Jump switch. going to shift gears. Yeah. Rebrand. Um Maybe still kind of do some stupid topics, but mm-hmm. I think we're going to go a little more... A little meaty or something. A little Yeah. And I think this this topic that we're going to do today is kind of uh, maybe a little segue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we're going to come up with a bunch of stupid jokes for, for this, but um, real quick about the uh, pornography. I went to a beard competition. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if you can see that pin right there, but it's a big dick. Is it a big OD? It's a big dick. Big dick. Yeah. Heard that. That's fun. Where'd you go to that at? Um, Springfield, Missouri. They had a, a beard competition. Mm-hmm. And, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it was very well ran. Um, I just kind of, I get tired of these these competitions because, yeah, I didn't have the best beard for my category. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I would have went on stage with a purple unicorn onesie mm-hmm. i probably would have placed right and it's like you know it's not so that's not what this is i i i get so tired of that just kind of it's a beard competition judge people on their beards and yeah. leave everything else alone no that makes sense yeah but it was a decent time it was well well ran event um you know it's all for charity everything that the beard community does for charity and it's all good stuff but uh, these allergies. Anyway, we're going to talk about prisons today. Mm. I saw a newspaper article mm. that was saying, oh, budget cuts for prisons increased the violence rate within prisons. Okay. And I was like, well, makes sense. what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> right. Um, and it got me to thinking about the prison system. We've heard enough about it, the privatized and all this yeah, other it's, garbage. It's money. It's for-profit prisons. Yeah. And it's a, it's a bit ridiculous. And um, in 2010, the average um, average per inmate cost was $31,286. That's outlandish. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that's about my salary. Right. right? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're paying this. For a person to be incarcerated. And I get it that some people need to be incarcerated. Yeah. But then also at the same time, this country, and I think we've said this plenty of times on the podcast, that um, our country gives zero fucks about mental health. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And how many people are in there that shouldn't be? You throw on top of that um, false confessions, oh, yeah. forced confessions, all that other good stuff. Nonviolent drug offenders. 
Well, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, what? I don't know. If you can think of all the offenses out there, what do you think are like prison worthy? You're going, you're going away for X amount of time because you did this This thing. You're asking me what that category should be. That's really tough because I really think the prison should be focused on rehabilitation Mm. if, if available. And if not, finding a role for these people. Wasn't there a quote about the military? Something about. I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. Not everybody's not everybody's fit for civilian life or something like some people are just born to kill other people. And that's sure. where we funnel them. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe some sort of penal colony, but in regards to the crimes you would have to commit, I think, uh, obviously any sort of, uh, assault, any sort of assault, specifically sexual assaults, mm-hmm. um, Agreed. anything involving a minor, uh, Agreed. I think, um, let's see. So like hard, like incarceration. Yeah. My, uh, rapists, pedophiles, um, I guess murderers. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of one of those things. And, and, you know, uh, even with the assault, it's kind of like, you know, like a, a assault and battery. Sure. Um, you know, two guys getting in a fight at a bar. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, like it, that, that doesn't know, feel like the prison time, but like uh, sexually assaulting another human being. Absolutely. A non-consensual sexual assault. Absolutely. Fucking, you probably, you should definitely spend some time somewhere. Um, yeah, for sure. And one thing I read that right now in the United States, um, over 2.2 million people are incarcerated. 2.2 million. 2.2 million. How many of those fall under the categories we just laid out? You ready? Yeah. Okay. It's like probably less than 1%. Sex offenses, uh-huh. 9.4%. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good number. Um, homicide, aggravated assault, mm-hmm. and kidnapping offenses, they all... I forgot about kidnapping. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they all boil that in the one. Um, 3.2%. Oh, that's fairly small, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and I'm kind of like... There, there's a category, burglary, burglary, larceny, property offenses. Okay. I think all of those, like... Okay, you took something, you got caught. Right. Pay it back. Pay back, yeah. Work it off. I, I get if it's repeated, like, sure. oh, I have to steal stuff in order to make a living throughout my life. But, yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, that's 4.7%. Wow, more of us. Okay, so, so property property damages actually higher than aggravated assault and kidnapping. And homicide. And homicide. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, extortion, fraud, bribery. Six point four percent. God damn. Yeah. Uh, weapons, explosives, arson. Okay. Seventeen point six percent. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Mm. Drug offenses. Well, well, thirty. Forty six point two. Fucking ha- half of our prison system is drug offenders. Yep. Shocking. Yep. And you know, I wish it kind of boiled that one down a little bit more because out of that forty six point two, sure. I mean. Surely a percentage of those people are manufacturing methamphetamines. Oh, sure. Surely probably... some of them are trafficking copious amounts of heroin. Right. But how, what percentage of that 46.2 oh, probably like is weed? Is weed probably like 35%. Probably, yeah. A too, too high. Yeah. So somebody, yeah, somebody's carrying one extra ounce than they're supposed to. Taxpayers are paying $31,000. $31,000. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like... How let's be smart about this. If you what was the other big category? Not big, but a four point seven percent burglary, larceny, property offenses. Um, let's say that person does three years. Mm-hmm. Three years times thirty two thousand dollars. Ninety six thousand dollars. Ninety six thousand dollars. Did this person do ninety six thousand dollars worth of damage? Right. No. Let's be smart about this. Also, I just went camping. I know for damn sure that it does not take $31,000 to live inside a concrete block and eat <laughs> shit food and take cold, awful showers. Right. Like, well, that's the thing. I, I'm sure that 31000 32000 31? 31. Called 32. It doesn't matter. Let's call it it was like 31.9 or some shit. Yeah. 31.2, but we'll oh, call okay, it 32. 30, yeah. Um, but that's also the salaries of the... Um, the the uh, correction officers, mm. the the salary of the warden, the sal- yeah. salary of, you know, you know. sure. Um, but like, goddamn, how many people? So thirty one, you know, thirty one thousand an inmate. How many inmates on average? You know, what I'm saying like million, half million dollar sure. facilities, staffing thirty five people who make probably less than it costs to fucking stay there. Right. Making right. Twenty two thousand dollars a year. See, and that's the th- that's the whole thing. Like this, the prison system, the whole uh, 
judicial judicial system. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of fucked up. It's totally like, fucked up. It's big. It's a great business. Yeah, if you're a fucking rich old white dude. Absolutely, rich old white dudes. Well, that's the other thing. The privatized prisons. Um, let's see. Well, there was a lot. I just recently read an article. The lobbying, uh, the private privatized prison system, lobbying against the legalization. Well, what's coming on is the mass legalization of marijuana because it directly affects their profits. Absolutely, because they can't incarcerate people anymore. Yeah. And they were all for, um, what was it? I, there was something I saw that since Trump's, uh, got elected, he, oh, the, Jeff, Jeffy Sessions, <laughs> Hef Sessions, all the, um, all the prisons, their, um, their populations have quadrupled. Jesus Christ. Well, with all the, um, you know, immigration that he's trying to push and all that other stuff, like, oh, yeah, they're all for this. Of course they are. Let's see. Where was that one stat? Crazy $32,000. Yeah. And since 1970, the state prison population has grown 700%. God damn. Yeah. I mean, that's still 38 years, but 700% <laughs> is a drastic, that's exponential increase. That's insane. And, and one of the factors that they said was attributing to that was um, the minimum mandatory sentences for stupid drug offenses. Oh, it's like one to three. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I think, I don't know. You know, and I don't know what it takes anymore to get a felony um, possession charge with weed. Do you know if there's a certain amount? What the minimum is? I guess it depends on the state. I would assume it to be significant weight, but that might be. You know, it, there used to be the rumor in Oklahoma that a single seed was like a like a class C or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Oklahoma, so you know, it's not. Yeah, crazy. and that's kind of weird because they've got such a high... Um, Native American population. And mm, like, those people don't run the government. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> not, not yet. And they're not paying taxes. They're, they've got their own police force on the reserves and yeah. whatnot. Tribal police. Yeah, and then also, you know, with the privatized systems, uh, prison systems, let's see, it says 7% of state prisons, 18% of federal prisons in, 19, in 2015 were for-profit prisons. And you hear a lot of uh, stories about people who are up for parole, and it's like a board meeting. Yeah. Like, hey, how is this going to affect our margins? This, Jesus You know? Christ. Does freeing this person. And that's the most fucked up part, because um, I, 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 I understand that a lot of judges get kickbacks, like... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Didn't we just go through that? This individual, I can't remember was it, if it was local or not, but he had basically sentenced, he was a... Um, juvenile judge and was basically getting something like four to eight thousand dollars per each conviction he had and he like led he was lead top of top of the charts yeah got those numbers way up yeah and why wouldn't you i mean because you're a decent human being well are they no i said that no. that's you asked me a question i get right, right why would you not do this because you're not a giant piece of shit yeah ah, swinging a miss i am yeah jail time uh i wish i could remember where that article came from doesn't matter we're just getting into this research, folks. Calm down. Yeah, we. I, I totally procrastinate on this, but um, yeah, we're more we're leaps and bounds ahead of our standard. No doubt. <laughs> like I have five windows open up at wow. once. Like, and it's not a list. And it's not a list. Yeah. There's a list. Or in it's there, just five lists. <laughs> I was like, "There's a fucking list in there." Isn't there? <laughs> um, let's see. The United States has got the highest prison population in the entire world. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, the U.S. also has the highest prison rate in the world at about 724 people per thousand, or 100,000. Okay, I was like, God. Oh, yeah, 100,000. 75% of no, everybody is incarcerated. That'd be, cl- that'd be horrible. Yes, it would. Here's a good one. 2.7 million children in the U.S. have a parent behind bars. Wow. So another thing, it's like you're not just affecting the person. You know, I, I mean, you take something stupid such as pos- possession. Right. And let's say you're, you know, a gram over the limit. Mm-hmm. And that pushes it to a... Five years. Right. Five years, something, $100,000. You know, there goes your life because you're a fucking felon now. Yeah. And it's hard to find a job as a felon. It's hard to find a place to live as a felon. Yeah. A lot of um, a lot of uh, the, the Lindsay Apartments, which are big in Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. they own about every single... Most, yeah. Yeah. Um, they won't rent to felons. Doesn't matter what your charge is. No you're shit. a felon. You're, nope. Wow. Yeah. And then the kids, you know, five years without a parent. That's, that's formative. That's a big, that's a big fucking thing right there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
there are more jails in the U.S. than there are colleges. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, in many parts of the country, there are more people in jail than living on college campuses. Wow. That's insane. It is insane. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Severe prison overcrowding means that violent criminals are being released early to make room <laughs> for nonviolent drug offenders. Yeah. Well, it know, sounds like the system's working. Right. And like you said, there's no rehabilitation in this. It's, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to sit here, you're going to do your time. Um, you're going to either learn how to do, um, how to commit crimes better. Right. Make some sweet fucking connections. Yeah. Um, you're going to learn what you did wrong yep. and what you can do better next time. But what was it like Sweden? Their, their prisons, they look like, uh, they look like, uh, four seasons, <laughs> you know? Right. And they actually have like an education system. It's not get your GED. It's like, no, get here's a skilled trade. Yeah. Makes fucking sense. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that comes from. I feel like a lot of a lot of crim. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of a lack of control. Feeling like a lack of control. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes from an inability to perform under our current. I don't know scheme, so to speak. Yeah, you know, nine to five, forty hours a week. Gotta have this. Live the American dream. Buy a house. Have family. Like, well, if you don't have the means to do that never have the mm-hmm. opportunity to have the means to do that or the skills to do that. You're just going to do whatever you can. And that's the, another good point. Like, you know, um, uh, some people out there will say that, you know, everybody's got the same opportunity and it's, that's not Ooh, true. That's not true. And that's, that's not true. Not true. Um, you know, when you grow up, I'll give an example. There was a, there was a family staying at the hotel. Um, think they're homeless. They mm-hmm. stay at the hotel because they don't have a home. They've got three little girls who are just pieces of shit and don't have a don't have a, a chance in the world right. to make it. They have, I mean, their parents are just doing what makes them happy, mm-hmm. and they're probably slinging drugs and all this other stuff. And these kids don't go to school. They don't. I mean, they're they're at the hotel. It's a bad start. Yeah, it's a bad start. Yeah, and it's not their fault. Like, yeah, I mean, how, what opportunity do they have? Right, none. They were born into that. None. Product of circumstance, and based they, on poor choices. Right, and then they see, you know, he's um, the husband is very uh, aggressive with all of them, the the wife and the kids, and you know, that's excuse me, they um, they're getting their idea of what a relationship looks like. Oh yeah, what a relationship looks like, what day to day activities for adults looks like. Right. Like, this is normalcy. That's their bar now. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and that bar is pretty fucking low. Pretty low. Pretty low. Well, let's see what else we got. Yeah, about half of the inmates in federal prisons are serving time for nonviolent drug offenses. I really wish they would go into that, though, because to me and in my mind, there's a huge difference between, like, somebody with weed and somebody manufacturing meth. Sure. Like, there's, there's... yeah, two sides of the spectrum there. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I get, I, I understand, and I, I, I think that that it's stupid that weed is this big of a problem in prison systems. Well, it's it's because it's the easiest thing to nab people for, sure. And it's also extremely easy to frame people with drugs because you can toss a baggie in the car. It's not right. like, man, it's not like you know getting fingerprints on a weapon. It's not like faking somebody's death or right. You know what I mean? So. I'm sure there are an enormous amount of nefarious activities, which is not to say that all police officers are bad because they're not. No, they're not. They're not. But a lot of this is is a murky area because we don't know all of the information about these stats. Sure. Yeah. But it's fucking stupid. I mean, if half of your prison is nonviolent, nonviolent drug offenders, and what do you think putting them in prison does? Do you think it's going to make them eager to get out and be productive members of society? No, absolutely not. Because no. here's the thing. Um, I mean, a little background on myself. Mm-hmm. I spent a short time in prison. Um, four months and there was a guy in there. This has nothing to do with, with drugs, mm-hmm. but there was a guy in there who had to do six months in prison because he was behind on his child support. Fuck. Okay. Fast forward six months. Right. What have you done? Yeah. You've kept this man out of work. Is he, he is he caught up on his child support now? No. In <laughs> fact, he's six, six months, months behind. Right. And now he's, now he's coming out and he's got to explain this, this, uh, time lapse. On his resume, well, I had to go to prison right. because I, great fucking guy, like really cool guy. Um, 
threw him in prison for six months because he was behind on his child support. That'll fucking learn you. Right? Jesus Christ. What are you supposed to do now? You're being a deadbeat dad, get in jail for six months. But What? What the fuck? Yeah. And that's one of those things, you know, six months, um, half of a year, half of 32, we're looking at $16,000. Wait, what? Half of 32? Oh, yeah, you're totally right. Okay. Uh, Six months, I was uh, my brain. I'm like, what are we talking about? Yes, (laughs) yes, half of 32 is 16. 16. $16,000. $16,000. Here's the thing. Is he behind more than $16,000 on child support? I don't think that he was. On top of that, if you're willing to pay $16,000 to keep this man incarcerated... Why don't you just help him out on his child support? Right, why don't you just give him a fucking, kid? Yeah, him a a fucking break. I think a lot of these questions are easily answered by people who just shrug their shoulders and then go, well, it's the law. A lot of people who profit in positions of power just go, well, it's just the way it is. And right. turn their back. It's like, because it doesn't affect you. Right. You're on the up end of this motherfucker. <laughs> like, right. And that's the, that's the other part that, um, you know, justice is supposed to be blind. And hey, if this person commits this crime, they do this amount of time. Right. Um, but there's underlying factors to why we all have different um, motivations. Yeah. Um, the reason why, I don't know, the, re- the reason why you're drinking beer and I'm drinking coffee, two totally different two things. Two different reasons. It's right. not binary. It's not simply because one thing over the other. Right. And the same for crime. I completely agree. But these judges don't want to hear any of it. Nope. They don't want to hear any excuses. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear any explanations. Um, my, my felonies... Um, was it was yeah, I had an adverse effect um, with prescription medication that I was taking mm-hmm. for PTSD through the VA. Lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Went out and burned some cars. Like you do. Like you do. Like you do. Um, wasn't wasn't in control at all. Judge wanted to hear none of it, and it's like, <laughs> cool, cool. So yeah, I get to be a felon for the rest of my life because you won't take these factors into consideration. Uh, it's just fucking crazy, man. For sure. Most people don't care. It doesn't affect them. They live in a different, t- they live in a different crust of society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they absolutely. And, and like you were saying earlier, if he's going to get, you know, a kickback for sentencing me to prison, sure. guess what? And why you're, why you're does gone. he care? Maybe he's got a fucking tea time at two 30 and you don't have time to listen to your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the yeah. fuck out of here. For sure. Um, Federal law currently requires a mandatory minimum sentence of five years for the first time non-violent drug offense. God damn. Five years. What was five times 32? No, fucking $110,000? $160,000? Come on. What are we doing? Fucking this makes up. no sense and at all. To be fair, all. so the minimum sentencing and then they'll, you know, fucking good behavior or plea bargaining sure. and all that shit down, but still, that's still. fucking outlandish. How is, that, how is that designed to do anything except discriminate against individuals mm-hmm. uh, with a, a higher propensity for being arrested for that crime mm-hmm. and to generate profit for those who, who stand to make money from that. Absolutely. And the other part is too, I mean, let's, let's look at this. If you're a drug dealer and you spend five years, mandatory minimum sentence of five years, not like you said, good behavior, sure, and all kinds of shit, but you still. know, maybe two and a half, you get out two and a half years later and now you're a felon. Yeah, what option do you have for work? What option do you have for And housing? what's the quickest way to get money? Fucking sling them dopes. Might as well. Might as fucking. What's the worst that can happen? Go back to fucking jail? Right. Yeah. It's yeah, a it's, really dumb system. It is a dumb system. But I think, I mean, they've got it set up like that. And and you wonder why people reoffend. And it's because, you know, in my personal opinion, prison wasn't that bad. Like, I got to chill and, and, and sit back. And this was in Missouri. But, um... I could buy drum tobacco and roll my own cigarettes. Right. And I just sit in my cell and Fucking smoke all day. Take, no emails in jail. Yeah. Take naps. Um, do right. push-ups. Eat good. Uh, read books. Yeah, that sounds pretty fucking cool. You know, I didn't have to cook. I didn't I'm have to. Prison, right? I mean, it, it it wasn't that bad. It's not a fucking gulag. You no. Go, please reference our torture <laughs> episode if you need to reset your barometer. Right. It wasn't that bad. And um, I wouldn't want to do it again. Sure, but, but it's no Papillon, right? But if if I had to, I'd be like, well, that's not the worst, right? 
I don't know. Fucking man. And then, you know, probation is, is another thing. Pro- pro- parole and probation is another thing. Like, any little minor slip-up, they're just looking for a reason to send you yeah. back. Anyway. It's yeah. crazy, man. Approximately 60% of federal drug offenders are subject to mandatory minimum sentences. 60%. Uh, let's see. I'm curious to see how these numbers begin to dwindle. You know what I mean? I Over the years, as, as, as more states, because I think we're up to like 15 uh-huh. for medical and like seven for recreational. I don't have anything in front of me to check that. Sure. So, you know, it's, uh, it's just spitballing. But there's a lot. You know, in Canada, all of Canada, as of like July, mm-hmm. will be recreational legal. So our friends to the north, which is actually North America because it's the same fucking <laughs> continent. Don't. <laughs> God, our this friends. is America. Well, so is fucking Canada and actually Mexico. <laughs> right. God damn it. United States is the United States of America. We had this big, long discussion. <laughs> Canada is also much bigger. But yeah, so I'm curious to see after total legalism, what what the fuck happens? Like you can't, it's just a, a waste of resources. Yeah, absolutely. To, to con- consistently chase this down. And, and there's there's better ways to profit. You know what I mean? Like right. if, if you're a rich old white dude, which I just assume that everybody that stands to profit from these situations is. Sure. There's other ways to monetize this. And it's not to repeatedly throw your customers in jail. You just need to, you need to be the drug dealer, stupid. Right. <laughs> Damn. Explaining this to y'all. Go to prison. Find somebody good at it. Mm. Let them teach you. Spend some time in prison. That's what I guess is what I'm saying to rich right. white dudes. Go to normal prison. <laughs> meet some connections. Learn some, learn, some, learn some skills. Let's see. Incarceration costs taxpayers almost $70 billion annually. 70. Have you been to Tulsa recently and driven across that fucking bridge? You mean yeah. to tell me? Why is that not new? Right. Do they have a prison in Tulsa? Of course they did. It's called Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> they have a prison out there? No, actually. That's where the money's going to. Yep. That right there. Not the fucking infrastructure that it needs to be. Mm-mm. Let's see. See if I got anything else. If I saw those tax dollars being put to what I considered to be good and viable usage, I probably would be. I mean, it's obviously still a stupid system that I can never condone and endorse. But yeah, fix a fucking road, get some schools. Yeah, you know. (sighs) And that's the thing. It's like you know what? For these people that um, you think don't have, or the people that um, that say that everybody's got the same opportunities. You know what? Why don't you build a college instead of a prison yeah. and make it more? I mean, why in the fuck are we paying $250 per credit hour? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, somebody stands to profit. Right. How about we, we give everybody the opportunity to get some cheap education? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, in, in like a, a general uh, general basic income, like how much of that would start to alleviate this pressure? Sure. You know hey, I mean? if like, you gave this crime drop. Right. If you gave this drug dealer $32,000 a year to not sling drugs anymore. Yeah, just to be alive. I mean, it's it's probably not considerable to what he's making. But still. But at the same to. time, it's like, come on. I, 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 this money can, can definitely go towards... Anything else? Yeah. Anything else? I did have a list here for you. Ah, <laughs> I knew it. But I don't know if I. Well, let's uh, do we'll, it. We'll visit it. Do okay, it. Okay. So it's the uh, the worst prisons in the United States. Oh, okay. Uh, top ten. Um, I'm I. Before we even get there, uh-huh. it's going to be. Uh, I think the number one or number two is going to be that fucking place in Texas that has the goddamn camps that they force people to fucking like sleep in outside. Yeah. I'm guessing. Now, don't don't spoil um, it for me. I'm just getting that out there before you start reading. Okay. I can't remember what the name it is. Okay. So I'm I'm I. It goes one through ten, but I think ten is the worst. Oh, which, ten's the worst. Or maybe it's just they're just giving us ten. We'll okay. see. Okay. Um, Attica in New York. Okay. Is that the one that? Um, oh, there was the that miner was sent to Attica. Oh. While he was um, awaiting sentencing. And I think he was there, I want to say four years, for steal- stealing a backpack. Fuck that. And what they did, there's a documentary, um, either HBO Go, sponsor us. Sponsor. Netflix, sponsor us. <laughs> sponsors too. Um, Hulu even. That talked about, talked about this guy who, he stole a, back t- a backpack that apparently had like 200 bucks in it and a laptop. Okay. Um, allegedly stole the backpack, like eyewitnesses said or the victim said it was him okay now in these four years that he was incarcerated 
the victim couldn't be contacted. There was a there was a rumor that the victim had moved to Mexico and couldn't be there for sentencing. Oh, couldn't convenient. be there to um, be a witness at the trial. And you know the um, the DA would just they would keep uh, delaying, delaying, delaying four years, four this, fucking years. Yeah. And this dude, um, I want to say he was 16 or 17 when he was when he was um, put in jail. Jay-Z actually, I, I think, made the, or oh. helped him out or something, or made the documentary. He was involved somehow. But, um, yeah, four years while you're waiting sentencing. That's crazy, man. And, I mean, there was, all these, there was all these numbers. Like, if he was found guilty, he would have served two. What the fuck? But, <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Right. So let's see. What's next on the shit list? Um, communications management units. What? That must be one of the privatized ones. They've got two locations in Marion, Illinois, and Terry Hout, Indiana. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. Let's see. Doesn't sound like a prison. Whoa, weird. Um, these two federal prisons within prisons, um, whose population are more than two-thirds Muslim, were opened secretly. By the Bureau of Prisons during the Bush administration. The Bureau of Prisons. <laughs> Fuck that phrase. And they call it it's the it's the communications management units. Like, yeah, that sounds like a human resources department, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, if, like, no, it's Muslim prison. Right. Like, we just had to call it something benign, so it could, so it went through. Yeah, it sounds like some shitty fucking telemarketing. The, right. They, company. They make, do they make outbound service calls? <laughs> <laughs> Are these individuals on my tech support line? Is this why I'm always transferred to somebody that press one to speak English and they and it sounds like there's speak 25 motherfuckers crammed into a room. It's because it's in the commu- communication management unit. This is one of these guys called you about the battery last oh, week. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God fuck. damn it. How strange. That's super weird. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into that later. No doubt. Communication. Um, Ellie state prison in Ellie, Nevada. Oh, that's gotta be awful. Nice and hot. Yeah. Let's see. Houses the state's death row. Um, maximum security prisoners. Oh, shit. The audit, which found that one prisoner was allowed to rot to death from gangrene. Oh. 2008. The audit. <laughs> that just means that they finally came in and asked questions. And someone was like, I mean, yeah, it happened. Because <coughs> not like you don't notice gangrenous fucking death. Yeah. Or smell it. That's what I'm saying. Fuck. There's a security guard like, who's who left? Who's got that rotten meat? <laughs> oh, it's this man. Oh, and oh shit. <laughs> Idaho Correctional Center in Kuna, Idaho okay. comes up next. Um, it has been dubbed a gladiator school. Whoa. Yeah, epidemic of gang violence. You know, that's another thing because. Um, see, but that piqued my interest. I was like, wait, but can I watch it? Right. Like, did you ever see that? What was that movie with uh, Stephen Dorff? Was it Felon? Stephen Dorff. Oh, uh, he used to be. Uh, are you talking? Oh, no, no, uh, um, 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 man, is it like the futuristic prison? No, nah, I don't know then. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> uh, San Quentin, yeah, in Marin County, California, comes out. Um, decrepit prison, which sits on about a two billion piece of Bayside real estate. Here we go again. Classic. Like, you know. Something that could bring in some good tax dollars instead of spending tax dollars. Ah, fuck it. Bayside real estate. Hmm. That must be nice. Must be nice. Suicide. That's one thing that we didn't really talk about. But like, oh, so how many prison? people just? Yeah. Okay. I are you? Yeah, absolutely. If they were like, oh, life in prison. Be like, you know what? Nah. We're not too far gone. Let's see what uh, prison suicide rate is. Yeah. Wonder how that's tracked. And I wonder if it is. Right, or if it's even remotely accurate, I'm like mm-hmm. no gang gang victims Let's stabbed him, see. stabbed handcuffed his handcuffed his own hands behind his back, and then stabbed himself in the back of the head. Yeah, why not? Um, let's see. Suicide rates started rising sharply in 2013. In state prisons, it went up 30 percent from 2013 to 14. Um, so 30 percent of prisoners are committing suicide. God damn. Um, yeah, shit. That's way higher than I anticipated. No doubt. Man, that's really unfortunate. I mean, nearly, nearly a third. A th- yeah, a third. Goodness. Hmm. 
Oh, whoa. Prisoner suicides by state. Rhode Island, 45. Gee, 45. Yeah. Damn. Okay, the chart below ranks the number of state prisons death per 100,000 between 2001 and 2014, where the cause of death was suicide. Is that 45 individuals? Oh, I was about to say, that's like 4.5%. Four, four yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Louisiana State Penitentiary. Huh. Uh, Angola, Louisiana. Pretty bad. America's largest. Oh. Mm. Sportsman's Paradise. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> All right. What you looking at? Warden Burl Kane's wow. pet program of moral rehabilitation oh, through fuck. Christianity. Oh, no. Yeah, really? Reported prisoners while sinners That's languish just... in an institutional hell. Shawshank, Shawshank shit right there. You are forcing people to be Christian. Fuck. Okay. Good job, Louisiana. Oh. Do you know what happens when you're last man. in education? That. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know if they're worse than us, but it doesn't matter because we don't have a big stupid Christian Persian get fucked, right? I, you know, and, get at me, uh, Burl. Oh, so it, we hadn't even hit the top ten. Those were um, unhonorable mentions. What? Yeah, number ten, Rikers Island, okay, New York City, New York. That's the one where Rikers with the backpack. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I wish I could. Um. um oh fuck. Maybe this, no, this wasn't him, but um, in 2008, 18-year-old Chris, Christopher Robinson from- Like Pooh? Yeah. Damn, shit went south. Oh, man. Uh, who had violated his probation for juvenile robbery offense, was beaten, stomped to death in a cell in Riker's youth, youth unit. Yeah. Fuck being beaten to death. Let's see. Number nine, Walnut Grove Youth Correctional Facility. Lake County, Mississippi. It's got a capacity of 1,450. Pretty specific. Who's in charge? So-and-so, CEO, so-and-so, CEO. Blah, you know, this is CEO. just... CEO. What do you do? Oh, I run a prison. Yeah. So you're a warden? No, no. chief financial officer. Right. <laughs> what the what? fuck? Got a board meeting. They house children as young as 13 years old. What? 13-year-old mm. prison? Yeah, the kids at Walnut Grove were subjected to a gauntlet of physical and sexual assaults and psychological abuse. Jesus fucking Christ. No doubt. Um, this is not the feel-good episode I hoped for. No, and uh, that's what I'm saying. We're kind of dipping our toe into... Some serious, some real shit. Yeah, some real shit. Mm. Reeves County Detention Complex. Um, Pecos? Picos? Texas? Pecos, Texas. They're not going to... Who cares? You know what, Texas? I don't respect you enough to pronounce it right. Right. It's pesos. It's pesos. Pesos to house. Um, houses so-called criminal aliens. Hope <laughs> for various types of nonviolent violations. I'm really hoping for a men in black situation, but I do not. <laughs> I think that's what they're talking about. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. Let's see. Migrants detained by ICE. Immigration Customs Enforcement. So basically, it's a cartel recruiting facility. Why not? Why wouldn't it be? Why, Why wouldn't you? Not? Fuck yeah. If I go to prison for something stupid, you bet your ass I'm making as many mafia connections as I can. Mafia, mob, don't care. Doesn't matter. Right. I'm looking for employment once I get out in some sort of nefarious, non-law-abiding occupation. Yeah. Like, fuck this. Because what's the worst? You go back to prison? Mm, man. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> 2010 lawsuit filed. Um, prisoners told ACLU American Civil Liberty Union okay, um, investigators that they would routinely be given two Tylenol when they complained of serious medical problems including stomach ulcers, blood in urine or stool, lumps that appeared to be spreading and various uh, previously diagnosed chronic and serious conditions Wow, take some aspirin, Tylenol I'm walk sorry. it off, salt tabs you know, that's the other part of, you know, that, that 32000 per person. you got to provide dental care and health care. Yeah, and- so you have to keep them alive if you want that money. Right. Um, Julia Titwiller? Sure. Prison. Oh. Um, <laughs> somewhere in Alabama. <laughs> it's got 400 inmates. Pretty small. Relatively. Sure. Um, for, deca- for decades... It also included a special segregation unit for the quarantine of female prisoners with HIV. Oh. There's an uh, AIDS ward? 
Chris Nate's ward. Female AIDS ward. See, and that's, I mean, that's, come on. There's got to be something better that we can do for these people than just, like... Lock them in a box. Lock them in a box. You know, I get it. Man, if I ever got um, diagnosed with a with an illness that was um, fatal, mm-hmm. I, I might be committing some crimes. Well, fuck not. You know... Next one is Pelican Bay State Prison, Crescent City, California. That sounds fun. It's got a um, number of prisoners, 3,500, 1,500 in solitary. God damn. Um, and have you seen the damage that solitary confinement can do to a it's person? It's torture. It's psychological fucking torture. Absolutely. We're not supposed to do that. Spend 22.5 hours a day alone in a windowless cell measuring about seven by 11 feet. Ugh. The remaining 90 minutes are spent, also alone, in bare concrete exercise pens. No phone calls allowed. Um, the only rare non-contact visit, these prisoners, um, and only the rare non-contact visits, these prisoners. Okay. Feeding slots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just. 1,500. One third of the entire population is in solitary. Yeah. Men's Correctional Jail and Twin Towers Correctional Facility, Los Angeles. Combined population of 9,500. You know, I just. There's got to be a better way. But like you said, you, you get these politicians who just go, you know what? Fuck them. These yeah. judges and these politicians. Oh, the criminals, scum of the earth, fuck them. They've never fucking but then talked to anybody like this. Yeah, but then let's pay tens of thousands of dollars to put them in prison for, mm-hmm. for a year. That's ridiculous. Number four, Orleans Parish Prison, New Orleans. Okay, makes sense. Um, trying to hurry up. No, oh, you're fine. Josh has got a flat tire. I do have a fucking flat tire. <laughs> and not the beer. Not the beer. Fat tire. Yeah. Is there not a flat tire? There probably is. There should be. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Number three, Tent City Jail, Phoenix, Arizona. That's the one. I'm sorry. It wasn't in Texas. It was in fucking Arizona. I, I think there's one in Texas, too. Is there? Yeah. I cheated. I, w- I went ahead. And he's it's a, he's old school. That warden is like old school or some shit. Yeah. Like, warden and sheriff warden of Maricopa age. County. That I, For some reason, <laughs> Maricopa County sounds very familiar. 2,000 prisoners. Um, set up hundreds of army surplus tents from the Korean War. Um, Those are like 600 bucks a piece. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy's probably doing it right as much as, you know, we've talked about not putting people in prison, but like this is probably, you know, right here, um, Warden brags that he saved taxpayers $20,000 by eliminating salt and pepper. Yeah. Welcome to hell, motherfucker. <laughs> really cutting the corners here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, it's like prison. It's like, like work camp prison. Like this dude is like, got a total heart on for this shit. Right. Power hungry. No neck. Fuck. Number two, Alan B. Polinsky unit, AKA death row. Okay. Uh, Livingston, Texas. Let's see what makes this special. The most lethal death row. Anywhere in the in the democratic isn't, world, isn't that good? Don't I you mean, like? is there a worse death row, a deathier role? We're having, we got about a sixty-five percent mortality rate on death row. Uh, what? Huh? I got a multi, multiple tries. Yeah, get a running start at it this time. Let's see, twenty-two hour hour a day lockdowns, Fuck. and even their daily recre- recreation hour, they are confined into separate cages. No access to phones, television, contact visits. I, I mean, that is so damaging. Yeah, I mean, that's that's awful. Yeah. Maybe that was the 10 City one. Yeah, maybe that was the one you were talking about. That's, for some reason, I thought I just assumed that it was in Texas. Yeah. Oops. Um, U.S. Penitentiary Administrative Maximum, Florence, Colorado. Hmm. 440 prisoners. Pretty small. Pretty small. Um, nicknamed the Alcatraz of the Rockies. Okay. Must they do be. know that Alcatraz is an island, right? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that um, Colorado is pretty landlocked. It's been a while since I've looked at a map. Correct us on our Facebook. You never know. Gonna... 
Um, you know, and and this is the thing. Um, oh, Unabomber was there. Oh, oh, the shoe bomber was there. Goodness, they got all the specialty bombers. Yeah, Oklahoma City conspirator Terry Nichols was there. Oh, yeah. all star prison, no doubt. I like think they have their their like pictures on the wall as you come in. They're like sign. <laughs> and they're like, well, here we had. He stayed for six months. Yeah, yeah. So that that was kind of a bummer episode, but um, you know, it's kind of it, it, there's got to be. A, it's got to be a better option. There is, but uh, you know, until everything else sort of falls away with the, I, I think at least with our currently structured society, like spending a week in a, a self-created utopia mm-hmm. has definitely skewed my motherfucking view sure. of all of the shit. Like we don't have to do any of this. Like if you could just live, you could, you can literally just do that. You don't have to fucking work needless hours and answer stupid fucking emails and do things that you are diametrically opposed to sure to make a wage to buy shit you don't need to do stuff you don't care about very fight clubbish of you i couldn't i I was slipping into that i felt it for a second but that's it's all fucking true so until until that until we lose that idea that we have you to have purpose you have to work Mm -hmm. you know and you have to work to do these things slavery man it's it's prison extra steps yeah slavery with extra steps yeah that's what it is and you know with these prisons I don't get it. Um, you know, in your uh, the Utopia weekend that you had, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody had committed rape. Yeah. It would have been handled. It would have been handled. And, and who knows? Who knows more? But the mercifully is a sort of a self-cultivating culture where sure. that type of shit doesn't happen. And everybody, there was not as, you know, if, if anybody needed anything, it's not like everyone turns a blind eye to it and goes, well, that's not my problem. It's right. everybody's problem. Mm. And that's a big difference. A sense of Huge. community that yeah. I think is lacking across most of at least America. Oh, absolutely. The United States of, I should be clear. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It is. Um, let's see. You got anything else? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. May 19th. May 19th, um, Cards Against Humanity tournament. I don't know if you saw the picture. A sweet fucking Bud Light guitar? Fuck yeah. That's, yeah. That's going to go to the winner of the um, Cards Against Humanity tournament. It's going to be a $5 entry. Um, we were going to do the items that they need, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think we're going to get as big as a turnout, so yeah. I'd hate to turn over like four items. Sure. So I think we're just going to stick with the, um, the $5 mm-hmm. uh, entry for the tournament. Uh, the prize, I'll, probably, I'll throw in a t-shirt too. Okay. Um, we fell through it on the, the pint glasses. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Chugger. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so it's it's a Bud Light guitar. It's a real six-string electric guitar. Guitar. Yeah, guitar. And I'll throw in a t-shirt and um, I'll buy you a beer. Damn, that's, a good, that's good odds right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, and we've got one person who's registered, so like your chances of winning that <laughs> fuck it right now are fifty fifty if you sign up. Right. Um good odds. Good odds. And to walk out of there you know, I think um one of the guests that I wanted to have on the show, I don't know if we will with the new format, but um she worked in a pawn shop forever. Oh, that's and fun. she was like, Hey, I want to come on the podcast and talk about all the crazy shit that oh, I've seen. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Shit, yeah. Anyway, she valued the guitar at $40, but it's a pawn shop. Like, sure. I think the actual retail value is, um, 32,000 <laughs> for the, <laughs> give, give or take. <laughs> I mean, give or take. Right. It's $31,080. Right. It's, uh, it's either a Bud Light guitar or, Keeping a prisoner alive for a year. <laughs> That's what this amounts to. <laughs> um, but anyway, you put down five bucks, you got a chance to take this guitar to the pawn shop and get 40 bucks. And you get 40 bucks, and that's a good turnaround. That's not bad at all. Um, so, yeah, that starts at six. Probably wrap up when we wrap up. Hopefully by seven when the comedians start. Um, Beth Franzak is going to be doing the MC duties. Got a good lineup. Really good music. lineup. Should be fun. Yeah. Um, Betts Folly's in, Samantha Hunt's in, um, comedians off the top of my head. Zach Slusher's going to be there. He's the host of ter- or Trash Blood. Trash Blood. Um, give him a listen. Let's see. Who else is? Megan Welch is coming in from Wichita. She's hilarious. I, I'm, I'm excited for her. Uh, a lot of local comedians. Um, Jersey Thornell's doing big things down in Fort Smith, and he's going to be there that night. Cool. We're going to have a food truck. Big Rub. Big Rub. Big Rub Urban Barbecue, I believe. Yeah. As well as uh, Green Goat. The Green Fayetteville. Goat. So lots of good options. Absolutely. 
Um, Bentonville Brewing Company, 1700 South 1st Street in Rogers, Arkansas. There's a story about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be a good night. Uh, good benefit. Good charity. Hopefully by that time we'll have some items for the drawing. Yep. I know that we have, we definitely do, and I've got to make some, make something. Yeah. Make a little waistline piece. Nice. Um, May 19th, be there, be square. Let's see. Don't go to prison. Don't go to prison. Mm, I think that's it. I think that's it too. Um, pay attention for any changes that we're getting ready to make. Yeah. Uh, I think this might be the last terrible fucking people episode. Ooh, could have been it. It's my Bear Swan song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go fix your flat tire. Oh, that sounds dope. All right. I'm Brian. I'm Josh. Go fuck yourself, okay? Take it down, take it down to where the river breaks. Take you up in the clouds and make the earthquake.